welcome to It's The Good Guys 2 podcast. I'm Holly, an actress and creative and co-founder of Hooked Theatre based in London. And I'm Becca, a free-spirited comms professional based in London, but outside of lockdown, I'd usually be living overseas. We want this to be a place where open conversations can happen to hopefully promote change. As always, we're going to be discussing topics around sexual harassment and sexual assault. So if you need help, please seek professional advice. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the online dating scene, dating apps, what our red flags are and how they differ, and what overstepping boundaries means on a first date. Our wonderful guest this week is Jordan Ola, a marketing professional in housing, music producer, fitness fanatic and book lover. You can find Jordan on Instagram at underscore jordjjj or on his fitness account at jords underscore fit. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, well, thanks so much for joining us on our fifth episode, Jordan. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Um, So, yeah, we just thought it'd be good to have a little bit of a conversation about sort of online presence and the dating process online, because I feel like, especially since the pandemic, there's been like a massive boom in people using dating apps. And I feel like people never really know what they're doing, but I feel like it'd be nice to get a guy's perspective on how it is for them. Because I feel like as girls, you we talk about it, but like you would never really talk to a guy about how it is on the receiving end. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So, I mean, I've used dating apps. Have you, have you used any dating apps? Um, I have done. Yeah. <laughs> I've used a few. What about are you? you still currently? Are you still currently looking on dating apps, or are you taken? I don't know um, your background. <laughs> yeah, I currently use dating apps now to um get an ego boost more than anything in a weird way oh, yeah ego boost what do you mean if, uh, if i'm feeling sad or something or i'm feeling like oh, i'm not looking good today some days i'll take my profile of pause and see how many likes i get it's normally zero which then just makes me delete it again but <laughs> that's currently the cycle i'm in <laughs> I, I i do know what you mean i feel like there's a massive on dating apps like people will just it's people will match like just just to be like oh yeah this person fancies me and then there's like no conversations that are had whatsoever people do that I don't do that when I use dating apps I'm on there because like I'm actively looking and that that's what annoys me I match with people and I'm like why why would they match with me if they're not like interested in having a conversation so maybe I'm like I don't know (laughs) is that just me yeah no I I think so you go Jordan sorry there you go first no, I was just going to say, I think that there's, for me, the amount, like, the people that I've matched with on dating apps, there's very, very few people that I've had, like, an actual conversation with. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, not... I feel, like, yeah. I feel like I've noticed a lot more people are putting in their bios things such as, oh, don't match me if you're not going to talk to me, and things like that, just to weed out the people <laughs> like me who are just there swiping. And mm-hmm. then, see, I only got into dating apps for that reason as well. It's never been to date it was first year of uni my friend he had like a thousand matches in like a couple of months and then I looked at him and I was like yeah I, I could get matches like this and then I downloaded it and I think within the same period I got maybe 10 and it was the most demoralizing feeling ever <laughs> a thousand that's 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 too that's too much that's actually bad like how is one how does one in their head fathom trying to like pick they think this is what wrong is wrong with the, the dating online dating industry really isn't it it's like very it's very very fast food isn't it because you can't really judge someone off six pictures and a little bio 
but that's yeah. what that's, and I feel like that's sort of changing the perception of dating now a bit yeah because if you it's, it's like it's warped a bit because if you don't have that six pictures or you can't make that initial snap judgment you can feel a bit lost sometimes because some people don't know the question to ask you don't really know how to go about sort of courting someone as my mm-hmm. parents would say courting yeah that is that is such a I love that word because my nan says it all the time are you courting anyone I'm like I don't know what <laughs> but so you said you don't like using dating apps really it's just there for like an ego boost so how do you go about dating then is it in the real world oh, what is the real world um I have used them properly as well but okay. I've never sort of whenever I've used them properly it's never been my intention to use it properly so it's been a case where I've just been talking to someone, having fun playing some of my message games or something. And then normally the other person will ask me the question because I would just never, I would never think to sort of ask or try and progress something to the next step. And Really? I, yeah. And then after sort of out of uni, that's probably been the few dates I've been on. That's how it's been. But um, during uni, I, don't know, I just I haven't been on many dates in my life. I don't, I can't Whatever. Care. How many dates have you been on in your life? Ever. Twelve. Twelve? That's I think that's quite a high number. Holy hell, how many have you been on? I've I think I've been on like under ten. I think under ten, easy. And like Yeah, same. Uh, yeah. No, I've really not been on I think since moving to London, I've been on like three, four. But I guess it depends how we're defining date as well like what, what is a date how are you defining date <laughs> I mean, you define it first and then i'll see how I, I it. It, I, um, it's just a meeting of two people isn't it yeah first it's like just the first be anything really yeah yeah maybe i've been on a lot more dates than i thought i thought i was like a rookie or something <laughs> <laughs> no I, I think it's like i think there's a blurred line between what's a first date or if you're just meeting a guy especially because of like society but I feel like a first date is like you don't know if you meet up for a walk or you go for food or you like grab a drink and it's your first time meeting I mean I'd say that's a date um, I'm saying nine then I'm reducing the number of it okay okay I'm reducing it we've basically included everything we've been like even if you go for a walk with her I was thinking you're gonna be like oh I've been on about 50 then but you're going no only nine what happened to the other three I'm, I'm in my head I'm trying to like count and trying to count the okay, different dates so going back to uh online dating so even like i guess even if you're not using it for dating you still kind of will sort of pick people you're attracted to and the things that you like from a guy's perspective what from when you're looking at girls what is kind of like a red flag or a like oh why is she done that or like do you know what i mean what is something that is a red flag see for me red flags aren't what traditional red flags will be for other people it would be like, so example in like hinge or tinder you can put your your favorite song or something i'm more likely to judge someone based on their favorite song than anything anything appearance wise and then um wow i don't know things in i don't know certain things in the bio as well um not that i'm judging anyone like seriously but uh, if i see like a little leaf and say oh 420 blaze all the time in my head i'm like um maybe maybe not for me <laughs> that's fair enough there's nothing, I love- there's, 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 there's nothing wrong with that but it's just i don't i don't know i love looking at guys tinders like as in like when i'm on a guy's tinder and looking yeah. through the girls i love looking at the pictures because 
you never really know. I think this is the thing that guys and girls both like doing, seeing what else is out there. Because when I look at girls' pictures, I can't lie. Most of them are in like really skimpy, <laughs> like bikinis or underwear or like, or just like heavily makeup or heavily edited. Does that put you off? Because I look at that and be like, yeah, I can't, I, I don't do that. Like mine are just uh... me raw, natural there. <laughs> um, not really, because for me, it's, you've obviously uploaded those photos because that's how you're comfortable with them first and foremost. So if you're comfortable with them, then that's, that's going to guess that um, different people are different as well. So what's skimpy to one person may not be skimpy to another person at the same time. True. But back to like what you said, I like going through my um, girlfriend's um, their Tinder profiles whatever, and swiping just to see the different guys, just to see yeah. the, co- the competition, even though you shouldn't look at it as competition. And sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, like, I'm, I'm doing all right for myself. And other times I'm like, oh, God, no, this is, I just need to delete all these things. I'm never, never going to find someone on here. Which is weird, especially when I don't use the apps for that reason, really. But those thoughts are always still there. And I feel like they can really make or bring a lot of comparativeness in a negative way to you as well, if that's even a word. Yeah. Do you find that after seeing those guys' profiles, you want to change your dating profile? Have you had that kind of influence? Um, mine is less the profile. I try and change myself. Or when I was younger, at least, I definitely try and change myself. So what, your I'll, actual like person like yeah. you as a person how would yeah. you change yourself so if i saw someone who was like a lot bigger than me or something i'd mm. try and go to the gym and it's i sort of fluctuate up well, i struggle with eating sometimes so i'll be like okay i'm not gonna eat for um how many of a week to look like this or whatever so i feel like it has more of a psychological damage on me than sort of making me want to change my profile and because i know that changing profiles I, i'm not this person so i could have the same style of pictures but it's not going to really change anything. But if I can make myself physically look slightly more like this person, then maybe I'll be received in a similar way. It's all about the comparison, isn't it? It's, it's, we yeah, have yeah. like, it's natural for us to, to compare, even though we shouldn't compare because everyone's so different. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, it, I think dating apps aren't necessarily good for that sort of thing because I think yeah. people have the wrong intentions going on them out of interest have you had any bad dating experiences from a girl on Uh, on, like somebody you met on an app or like or or even if it wasn't on an app or if it was like first date or whatever you might not have I just know some people have questions no I actually don't think I've had a bad experience but um I don't know I feel like I've never apart from maybe two or three times I've never gone on a date with someone who doesn't have some form of connection to me so either we know some similar people and I think um there's that sort of fear of having a um, I don't know I get the sort of fear of making something awkward or having a bad day if I know that it can get out to someone so even if I thought I was getting a bad vibe from someone or I wasn't really enjoying it as much I would never sort of tank the day I would always try and make it as good of a date as possible to sort of avoid that from happening yeah have you Beck I've been you had any bad dating experiences uh yeah (laughs) like i think i think we've all got the thing is i think we've all got like bad or funny dating experience oh my god i could list them but like i think some of the ones that are really bad is in like guys lying or things like that i remember meeting a guy in real life this is when i was living out in new zealand i I just moved to New Zealand I went to the bank to start up a bank account there was a really nice guy there and like he was chatting to me and gave me his business card I was like why has he done that like I'm opening a bank account I don't need help with this anyway ended up ended up matching him on tinder as well and then we started like meeting up and chatting 
and was doing that for a couple of weeks and all of a sudden just disappeared. And like, I'm not being funny. I was living in Wellington. Like it's a tiny city. It's got 500,000 people. Like you, you know, everyone, like, you know, people that are around, I know where he works. It's the only high street. Like it's, you know, don't do that. If it's in London, it's different. Um, he went off the radar. And then I found out that he was actually seeing the girl that worked at the bank branch with him. And I was just like, can you please not like lie? Like, I don't know. Like there's so many weird things like, yeah um other dating experiences so we spoke about this on the last podcast but mm. i had have been recently speaking to someone for seven months and only found out the other day that they had been lying about who they were so they weren't like catfishing as such because they basically said oh i couldn't tell you my real name because of my work they used different photos on their dating profile and they gave me a fake instagram account i only found out they were using a different name because the instagram algorithm found their other account and said hey this is a friend oh, yeah. and i was like hey that's his face because i went on facetime with him like we were going to meet up all of this stuff for seven months we've been speaking mm-hmm. and then i asked him i said is this your other account and he was like oh yeah and then he blocked me on that account i was just like <laughs> it, that was seven months in of talking so yeah i've had some bad experiences holly have you yeah i think i think probably the main one's been ghosting yeah me but because I think that's we're just in a ghosting culture really which Mm. I don't really understand I think people just don't really know how to talk about their thoughts and feelings especially because it is so easy to just pick up and drop people but I've never I've I've never understood the whole kind of like catfish lying about who you are kind and I don't think that's just guys I think girls do it as well Mm. um yeah, I don't know if you have, have had any experiences of, of that, Jordan, of girls um, you know about who they are or um no, not I haven't actually. I've I think I've heard of a couple of things, but never had it myself. But I have had had a situation um how many months ago it was I think you know about this holiday, don't you, where I was just I was minding my business and I got loads of screenshots through from those different friends saying, Oh, um Jordan, someone's using your face on hinge. And I was <laughs> so I was so confused. I was like, What? And this guy, I forgot, I forgot what he used his name, but he was went on my Instagram, took some photos, some of these photos I didn't even have on Instagram at the time as well, which was quite quite concerning. And he created a whole profile. He said it was a businessman. It looked like he was doing well for himself, much better than I'm doing for myself. So I was like a bit jealous. But um, so he was going to imagine people, but luckily he met some of my friends. So that's how I found out that he was using was using my face. So then that's the whole process to get that. And I got really, really worried. Like my first thought was, oh, what's he saying to this girl? So am, am I going to go out in London and randomly get bottled or something because he's been mean to someone or something? But then I was only like a couple of days ago, actually, I was thinking, okay, what if this person has actually met up with girls? Like, what, what was his intention? So like, I was thinking about it from a very sort of self-centered way, which anyone would really do. But I was thinking of the implications, like wider than just someone using my face and saying things and tarnishing my reputation. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've just been watching the Catfish UK, the, the new series that's out, because I love stuff like that because it's really interesting. But I feel like it's, it's a really weird thing when somebody else is using your persona and potentially is doing things that you wouldn't do. Yeah, um, yeah. I was just going to ask as well, if you were to go on a first date, do you have anything from a guy that is sort of like overstepping boundaries or something that you think that a girl would do which is sort of inappropriate because there are probably things that girls think that would be inappropriate for a guy to do but I'd just be quite interested to hear from a guy's perspective Um, if there was anything that you would find yeah 
inappropriate or overstepping the mark? I'm not actually sure. I think it's, it's a very um case by case basis. I think, and I think it's based on sort of the energy and vibe you're getting back or so on as well. But um, sort of really like suggestive conversations straight away maybe for me. Um, if it's like say let's say you hadn't like talked before and this is like you're speaking for one week and all of a sudden you're out on a date and all the conversations going on and there's nothing wrong with that but um if I'm not given that sort of energy back as well then it's like I get taken aback sometimes and it's like uh, okay and I've got to like readjust a bit yeah um apart from that um actually I don't think there's anything else really that I can sort of think of off the top of my head what about like we talk about traditional roles of like men and women, right? And you said earlier that like at the moment, it seems like girls ask you to do the next step rather than you kind of asking them. And traditionally yeah. it's like girl guys asking girls out. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, mm-hmm. but we also speak about like guys paying for the first date and not the girl. And then it's, we talk about like going Dutch, splitting it half and half. Mm-hmm. From like your perspective, those traditional kind of male roles, do you prefer it like that? Or is it kind of, like are you kind of open to girls doing either of those things um I'm open to um girls doing either of those things because um I've been in situations where girls have felt would have said they would have felt more comfortable with them paying for everything or splitting and whatnot because I know that a lot of the people that I've been out with they really don't like the idea of the man paying for everything like almost like so like properly strongly against it which I mean it's great I mean I still offer I still offer all the time to pay for everything but um I think some people just feel more comfortable when they pay for half of it as well so I know that some people can use paying for something and hold it over someone's head mm. and that does happen and yeah. also um I know that if a, sometimes if a girl has asked me to do something they will offer to pay sometimes because they feel like they're the one that's taking me out of my way to do something so yeah um and out of interest in your sort of like group of more so guy mates do you guys like talk about dating quite a lot and girls um yes but um not not too frequently but it's more so um right now it's everyone's really emotional so we're all talking about people that we've lost <laughs> right now but it's always in like a jokey way like making fun out of ourselves so people have been like reflecting on sort of situations and sort of reflecting on sort of their actions in certain situations and sort of what they would have done sort of better, yeah. what they would have done different. So those are, it's really weird that I feel like we're all going through a maturation phase at the same time and everyone's having like, we're all, even though we've all been mature anyway, but this lockdown has made us um really reflect a lot more and yeah. try and better ourselves in the word when it's not really the traditional sense of how you'd expect sort of boys to talk in a group chat about people which I'm happy it's not like that <laughs> but yeah and then um, else, um I think the conversation was brought this they were asking if anyone's been like ghosted after a date as well and everyone else was saying no and then I was like oh yeah I've, I've been and, I, and then everyone's laughing at me so it's just like it is what it is do you find then in sort of Okay, maybe less so recently, I guess things have been a bit more heightened and emotional because of the pandemic, especially yeah. sort of during uni and stuff. Do you find that sort of dating experiences and experience with girls that guys kind of, I think that's a very guy thing to do, isn't it? To just laugh it off and kind of not really actually talk about a situation or actually be like, yo, what's happened? Or like, are you yeah. okay? Do you find that 
that that's sort of just always been the case because I feel like I don't know obviously I'm a girl so I've never really been in the guy conversations but I would feel like that would be much more of a guy thing to do than girls where they sit and they analyze and they're like yeah I, I feel like it's always just been a sort of laugh it off thing with the boys well especially at uni as well and I know that personally if I want to have a conversation where I actually open up a bit more and I seriously do talk about how I'm feeling I'll talk to one of my girlfriends because I know that um I don't I, some of my girlfriends do just say laugh it off with me as well but um I'm more likely to have a proper a conversation where it's it's less tough love and it's more sort of what I sort of want to hear which isn't always great but um sometimes um especially me I need that sometimes as well but um and I guess it also depends some situations you can laugh at and other ones are a lot more touchy and if you if you laugh at it like you can end up losing sort of friends for a little while over it mm. yeah and do you think if one of your mates or even if it was coming from not you personally but if you knew that one of your mates had done something maybe a little questionable um i mean it works the same way for guys as well do you think you would call them out on it like say it was say you're on a night out and the girl was really drunk you knew your mate was a bit drunk as well but like she was really really drunk and the next day you found out they slept together do you think that you this and this isn't an attack it's not a trick question it's just out of curiosity do you think that you would feel comfortable as a guy and as a mate to say I don't know if that was right or you know how would you think you would feel yeah. or that situation yeah I I like to think that I would feel comfortable and I would do it because the situation hasn't to my knowledge hasn't arisen but um especially um more recently I've been sort of having these conversations with people I mean myself as well to sort of like sort of shake that sort of the fear of speaking out against things and actually become someone who speaks doesn't just within like small circles speak against things and sort of call people up but also publicly if needs be and I'm like to think that I'm in a space now where I will publicly privately whether it, whether it is pull someone out up on that behavior because it needs to be done yeah yeah, I think we were talking about this in our last podcast as well, about how alcohol, I think especially alcohol is a very, there's a very blurred line, especially at uni where people kind of overstep the mark or that kind of drunk dating. Um, I was listening to another podcast actually called uh, Millennial Love and they were discussing sober dating and about mm -hmm. how once you can kind of get over the fear of sober dating, it's actually really refreshing because you go on a date and you kind of you get that person you can see the red flag straight away because you're not like wine drunk and you can kind of actually yeah. work out whether you like that person or not mm -hmm. would you go on a sober date Georgian um I have been on sober dates before um I feel I feel a lot more a lot more awkward on sober dates because I like well I think I suffer from a bit of social anxiety a bit and the way I mask that is by I, I'm just talking not shut up because I won't think about anything <laughs> yeah. so well and that tends to happen more when I'm drunk but when I'm sober it's, I start to like overthink things a bit more like if I want to move my hand slightly I'll think hey, if I move my hand here how's she going to react if I'm if, and this is like even just walking if I, but um sober dates are fun because um you just don't have to worry about a hangover the next day first and foremost exactly <laughs> but, but like Holly said you um you actually get to sort of 
experience today and actually understand and learn more about the person sort of properly. And you have to master like real courage and real confidence and not just alcohol courage. And I feel like there's a difference between the two and you get a sort of a different feeling and different reaction afterwards as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely something that should be introduced more. <laughs> but having said that, I do like I do like alcohol a lot. So I'm not sure how frequently <laughs> I'll be going on sober dates. <laughs> Yeah, especially after the pandemic. <laughs> Drunk dates sound fun. Um, and I think we, me and Beck were talking earlier about how, obviously, the term crazy has kind of been... Oh, yeah, this term, crazy. You know, like, you know when girls are called crazy by guys? Like, mm-hmm. what's, that, what's that about? Because I feel like, you know, we could do our general background check, which is a must, <laughs> and we're called, like, stalkers or crazy. And I'm making myself sound crazy and stalkery right now, but like, what's that I think, about? I for think, you? like, see, I, it's weird because I think boys do the same thing. So a lot of the things that um, boys will call girls crazy about, they also do. So maybe, maybe they won't do it in a similar way. Maybe it's more so just asking around if anyone knows of this person or whatever. But um, yes, yeah, it's, it's normal. I would, I would do some form of background check before going to meet so especially if you've not met this person before it's just just from a safety perspective it's like you, you would do that is that so, something you consider then before you go on a date do you consider the safety element do you feel unsafe when you're like just about to meet someone new or um i don't know not unsafe in a in a physical way but there is some form of there is still that feeling i get of not being safe i think maybe it's more emotionally or vulnerably i'm not sure but um I definitely do, I guess, without thinking, I will, I'm quite a careful person as well. So I will do my due diligence and sort of make sure that the person I'm meeting is firstly who they say they're, who they say they are. And then, um, I know, I just, I just said before, I just like to know that there's someone else that I know that knows this person for the most part. Because then I'm like, if you know this person, then you must be a real person, even though they're not, not going to be a real person, they will be a person, but that just um, eases my fears slightly. Just out of interest, you've got a sister, Jordan. Just out of interest, um, obviously, I don't know if you guys like what exactly you guys talk about and if you do, but Mm. as a kind of a brother, an older brother, do you have you like spoken to her about dating? Like, I mean, I don't actually know if she likes guys, she might like girls, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Have you like, yeah, had a conversation? And if so, I'd be intrigued to know what sort of things you would would have or or thought to have said to her. Um, we've not had any serious conversations about it. I mean, we've talked about sort of boys and a Drake when she has told me about some, but um, we haven't sort of sat down and had any formal conversation around it. But the thing is, um, she probably won't get that conversation from my parents really, or she'll get it because my parents are um, they're both preachers, pastors, so she'll get it in a sort of a different way, in a more so um, whoever you're dating, you're marrying sort of way rather than actually um, look out for this, be careful, do this, if this happens, do this. So um, I feel like that is something that I, I want to do, but I also don't want to overstep any boundaries with her. And I'd rather her come to me and talk, ask about this. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything I've said to her. It's all been sort of jokey things in like an overprotective way, which I know I shouldn't have done. I say no. If you, if anyone ever does, if anyone ever does you wrong, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find them. <laughs> Those sort of things where I, I 
not sure if I will or if I won't, but it's just stuff to let her know that um, if something does happen, that I'm there for her, and rather than sort of um, if you're on a date, do this, don't do that. Yeah, I think that's that's a common thing that's said, isn't it? Even from like dads, brothers, guy friends, even girls, like if he does anything, <laughs> I'm gonna get at him. But, but it's sort of sad that that's something that is felt like it needs to be said. Yeah. Because a lot of the time it does come from a place of just being sort of overprotective, but sometimes it's coming from a place of gen- genuine fears to what potentially can happen because we see all the time and we hear all the times of things that do happen. So it's quite sad thinking that that is a thought that runs through your mind, even if it's a joke or not. Yeah. Do you, is there like an equivalent that guys say about girls? Like, I guess it'd be slightly different because I guess you guess you get kind of less girls attacking guys, but is there like an equivalent? Um, She's like, I don't know. No, but I had a situation the other day with my friends where he was going to meet someone that he'd never met before quite late and I asked him to add me or find my friends. So that is, that's the only situation I think is similar, but I'm more likely to ask someone to sort of keep their location or add me or find my friends as a guy. So, so I, if anything goes wrong, because you literally never know what's going to happen, but just so there's someone that knows where you are, where you've last been. So it's more so that, and I guess that's sort of, it's an unsaid thing behind it as well. Like, you know, I'm trying to like keep you safe and it's less, I'm going to find this girl if she does anything to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of the good things about the iPhone is to find, find your friends app. So yeah. everyone needs to turn that on if they're going on a date who they don't know, because it could be a catfish. Yeah. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> um, but what, what what do you actually define as um as catfishing? Because catfishing can um it can appear in many different ways, can't it? Rather than just like appearance, can you be catfished if someone is if someone say has completely changed their personality or something? Would you said you like certain things just to sort of bomb with you, and then when you meet up? They really like oh, I don't that know. That is so frustrating. I've had that before. I had when I, this was going back when I was this is in school, right? But this is it happens throughout life. This is the first thing that came into my head. I when I was in school, like my mum had a car accident when I was seven. But like throughout my childhood, that was a big theme. Then I started dating someone in like the last couple of years of school, and he bonded to, with me over like this trauma. It's like trauma bonding. Yeah. He's like, oh, my parents had cancer, like all of this, and we kind of. Oh, and as soon as we got into the relationship, he was like, oh, but it didn't affect me, and I was like. like oh but like, <laughs> the stuff with my family did affect me so like yeah. don't use that as a way to bond with me so yeah I mm-hmm. if like, that's I guess maybe slightly different but it's the same kind of thing in the sense that mm-hmm. if you say that you like something then it has to be so unique to you and so authentic but there are some people out there that just kind of talk to you about like nonsense just so they can just bond with you and that yeah, doesn't I, make I, sense to me I feel like trauma bonding is quite um it's a lot bigger than sort of people realize because there's something sort of a certain aspect of vulnerability that comes with sharing trauma with someone so when you feel like you found someone who can understand and relate to it you're likely just you connect a bit more and you're more open to getting to know them i find so yeah. It's, yeah. i feel like it, it could be very very easy to sort of if you're a manipulative person to use that to sort of get someone to like you some more yeah, yeah for sure for yeah. sure definitely yeah trauma bonding yeah i think it's very easy to, especially online, if you've not met somebody in person, it's very easy to kind of 
use those sort of things to kind of just get what you want um and it's quite hard as the person on the other end to kind of see that because you only get so much from a text conversation or a, you know you until you know someone's like family friends kind of who they are it's quite hard to it's quite hard to judge who to trust really i guess mm-hmm. um yeah. in the online online world Jordan, if there was anything in the whole dating process, whether online or in person, is there anything you wish girls knew from a guy's perspective or anything you wish girls would change about the whole kind of process? Um, that's a tough question. The whole yeah. process. <laughs> I, have to, I have to think about the whole process as to what it is. Um, I, I guess it already happens to me, but I wish more girls would sort of, if you want to go on a date with someone to sort of suggest or ask. And oh yes, I also wish girls would also make more suggestions as to places to go and things like that as well. It's from experience that that doesn't that doesn't happen that much, and I'm having to go through oh, design my night the whole time trying to find places. And <laughs> especially around where I live, I haven't, I didn't, I wasn't really allowed out my house properly until I went to uni. So I don't, I've lived here in Hertfordshire for 14 years, but I don't know many places to go in Hertfordshire. So I have to like start googling things and i would just wish that um it's more of a, a team effort even though it is sometimes and i'm sure in other experiences for different people it is but just from what i've experienced it hasn't been all the time it's not a room i don't mind googling as well but <laughs> i think it's interesting though because i think we're kind of brought up as if like what in traditional roles it's like the guy should ask you out the guy should plan the date and i think we're kind of moving into like a more kind of equal world where girls can ask a guy out but i still think around the kind of organizing i still think girls expect to be swept off their feet i mean part of me would love that like i'd love guys planning the dates because i like thinking okay let's see how creative you can be and like it's almost like a test if you take me to the right place and you won me kind of thing but whether that's right or wrong i don't know <laughs> see, I, I, go and come. I was just going to say I was thinking exactly the same thing like I think that's part that's just the part of history I think I feel I feel the same sometimes girls like you kind of want to be independent but then you're sat there going why will you just not ask me to do this and like you have it planned in your head but then they're not going to ask you because they're thinking the same thing but I think girls still expect that from guys and I think even just past sort of the state and I think just the whole process even just like when you like someone as well I've had experiences where like in the past girls will come up to me and say oh I liked at this point why didn't you um why didn't you make a move on me why didn't you ask me out but and I think that sort of it all comes under the sort of same family as wanting to be swept off your feet yeah. and so, sometimes I want to be swept off my feet as well so <laughs> so I'll wait but then see my not asking it just comes from a place of a fear of rejection as well which is why so that's the main reason why I will wait for someone else to say something because that I, that feeling of rejection I just hated so much whether it's like uni school friends so I'll just wait until I know that there's no way I can be rejected so then we'll come when, up with another when this girl when this girl says to you at like just one of the examples if you could think of one yeah. um oh I used to like you but I never asked you out did you used to like her at the same time a lot a lot of the time yeah then why then I could put the same question back <laughs> like um, no, because a lot she of the might time, have been scared of rejection i don't know this is the thing i think this comes down to yeah. less of a girl boy thing this is mm-hmm. more of like a, a human level thing i guess yeah, I do, but... yeah it's, it's definitely more of a human level you think about it yeah but, um i feel yeah. like in some of the cases um i wouldn't have thought that they liked me as well 
it's almost like you know it's like when people you still use playground tactics and guys just... always say this though they're like oh i didn't realize this girl liked me like i don't know how girls can make it any more obvious sometimes like the thing is we think we're well <laughs> obvious like we'll sit there and be like hey and like stare yeah. into your eyes and like curl <laughs> hair or like whatever like make an effort that day to look nice and we could try like any like of these subtle tactics and some guys just can't see it but those are i don't know it's like i always see sort of tweets about um girls saying that girls shoot their shot by thinking about you <laughs> i feel like i feel like it's a lot of that but i um maybe we just aren't as attentive and i know there have been times where i've thought back and almost like in a movie way where the situation plays again in my head and i slow it down and i think ah, okay i saw she did do that she did do that she did do that and it's like okay i just i just missed it but then there have been times where it's been like blatantly i've thought the person has hated me essentially what hated yeah. that's a bit of a strong word but it has been like someone's been so like, off almost are you thinking oh like, this definitely couldn't get anything and then either they tell me or when their friends will say oh just did you know that so-and-so was like was trying to like get with you that no so-and-so was trying to like get your attention i'm like could be no way I've I have had that before where people have been like how did you not know they liked you like it was so obvious but I'm like one I'm I'm quite an oblivious person but number two I also think there's a kind of a mist I think socially there's been like a a mistrust of guy of girls trusting what guys say so I think sometimes you know if, if a guy was to say flirt with me or be like oh oh yeah like I, I really like you or you fancy you I'm like that probably just means he wants to sleep with me they're like but they're like patterns that guys that girls kind of recognize in guys which I think I've kind of stuck and that's not obviously that's not true for every single guy it's, it's not yeah. it's like how do you differentiate between who is being serious and who is kind of not because I think I've been in situations as well with like I don't know my opinion of of guys kind of like jealous they'll be really into it they'll be really intense it would be really great and then it's like oh I'm bored now and I just wonder if from a guy's perspective if there are any kind of female patterns because that for me that is a male pattern and I feel like that happens all the time not 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 everyone that does that but I just wonder if there's kind of female patterns that you guys see that girls do and I think you kind of probably just touched on one there with saying that girls are like oh why didn't you do that I actually liked you at the time like I just wonder if because that's quite interesting um I I think it's exactly the same like everything that you've said just then has sort of happened or I've experienced that from girls as well it's it can be sort of the same sort of you know they're on for a second and then next minute oh they're bored or sort of I'm I'm very bad at accepting compliments so my first thought when someone compliments me I'll be like you're lying or you're, you're trying to get this or that. And there have been situations where someone has just been trying to get something out of me. And then when they got it, it's just like, yeah, nah, I'm bored onto the next toy or something. And I feel like the only sort of patterns, I don't know, apart from anything you say, I can't think of anything sort of different. I think we're a lot more similar than we are apart than we realise. You know, the, like a pattern that happens with guys quite a lot. And I think girls always analyse this in their head. It's like, oh, how much should I give before it, they become bored it's like do I kiss on the first date do I sleep with him after the first date or do I sleep with him after a couple of weeks because as soon as I do that he's going to become bored mm-hmm. and if we analyze this constantly is that the same for guys do guys analyze how much they need to do in order for us to get bored or like do you know what I mean yeah. is that the same um 
I think it is. I think it definitely is. I know for really? me, for me, it is for sure. And what kind of things do you consider? Like, um, wait, what, what, yeah, what do you consider? It's is that so? It's just like, oh, am I going to go in for kissing the cheek? Am I going to go in for kiss? It's it's all it's that, like, especially on the first date as well. There have been times where I've done nothing, it's almost like an in between this moment where going for a handshake, going for a hug or something. It's just like, it's, it's just, I don't, it's, I don't know, I'm just quite, um indecisive as well but um I, there is that fear of if i give someone too much then they're just gonna like what else they're not gonna want to find out more as well and i think even just down to conversation as well there's certain times when we conversations and i bring something up but i won't if it's like a funny story or something i won't want to bring it up straight away because it's like what else am i gonna how am i gonna talk about it no. I've, I've got some quite funny stories that's the thing so um I think there was a situation, I think, not longer where um, it was a story about when I was almost kidnapped as a kid. And um, yes, that's, that's, for, that's for a different podcast. <laughs> but, um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I really didn't want to say it at that moment in time because I felt like if I get everything out now, then it's just going to get bored of me. Like there's nothing, I've got nothing else left. And I feel like a lot of that just comes down to the lack of confidence in myself as well. It's like it's almost like it's a test and I've got to pre-prepare sometimes I've got to pre-prepare all the funny tidbits for my life I've got to like get all my get all my questions ready so if she asks what's my favorite songs I've got them there I what's my favorite movies I've got them there and it's just like sometimes if I, I can overanalyze situations because it's the, no, it's, it's the fear of not saying the wrong things sometimes as well or doing the wrong things I think from my perspective I think a lot of say like a lot of my friends or the girls that I know if they were genuinely looking for something, they would much prefer a guy to be like that, to be open, to be talk chatty, to kind of, uh, yeah. I mean, myself, I would prefer, I'd much prefer somebody that's going to talk and just uh, tell my, them my whole life story. I was watching First Days actually, the new one this week, and uh, there was this guy and this girl, and they they really really got on well. And something had happened to this guy in his past and he was like, oh, I don't want to bring it up on the first date. Like, I think obviously in his head, he was one like, oh, I don't want to put her off. And also I don't yeah. want to give her everything. But me and, me and my friend, my housemate were sat there and we were like, just tell her, like, she wants to know. Like, I think guy, girls like that kind of thing. And then eventually he told her, cause she was like, no, like, please like be open. And they had like, they bonded over, I mean, yeah, they bonded over it and they kind of, and you could tell that she preferred like actually him being honest and open. Yeah. And, and talking about that so I think um yeah I, yeah so I think that it's kind of similar in the sense that both guys and girls are not wanting to give everything in case they go away but I think obviously I don't know how it is from a guy but I think from the majority of girls and, and again it's not all girls some girls mm. might not actually be looking for something and they might yeah. not want that but I think if you're if you are really looking, if a girl is really looking for something, then honest conversations like that usually are a good thing. Would you say that? I would say so. Yeah, I completely agree. I'd, I'd say the more honest a guy is, also we can tell when you're being authentic. I think like we can't really tell when you're lying, but I mean, we could tell when you're being authentic. Like, you know, people can try and be like proper flash on the first date, and it's like, oh, please chill out. Like, or I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of like just be authentic self because number one, that's the that's the foundation that we're going to be building in that in that moment. So let's just be completely honest. And when things come up in conversation, sometimes it does bring up some really like sensitive things. But instead of holding back, it's 
I think girls would welcome that if it comes up in conversation because if you're being vulnerable then they'll be vulnerable back and I think that's all any human being wants to be they kind of want to be vulnerable but too scared yeah. to be that you know yeah and I feel like um I mean I, I, I am I am quite like that most of the time it's just if I mm. if I overthink or get in my head too much then I get nervous and it's not that I don't prepare a script or anything I just like to know um so yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> right. <laughs> so, so I told my dad I was on the meeting, and he just came in. Anyway. <laughs> I told him you're in a meeting. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, have, I have to because if if I don't say meeting, then he'll be all here. He'll start measuring yeah, yeah. things behind me or something. <laughs> but, um, <I'll> the <laughs> no, he will. That's the thing. He will. So but um, yeah, as I was saying, um, I'm not. I don't rehearse things. Just that I get nervous sometimes just that I like to I just like to know my answers to things sometimes like I'm not going to change my favorite film or favorite song yeah. as a person sometimes I just generally forget but um I'm quite vulnerable as well like my favorite thing to do is to bring up photos for when I was like really young because I was like really fat and nothing wrong with that but then also I didn't like myself so I do it to laugh at myself and just I don't know I try and show them vulnerable in different ways. And when it comes, when you mentioned about um, how guys are flash, sometimes you can tell it's not sort of genuine. I had a thing in my head and I, I started off as a joke and it became an actual thing that I do on dates sometimes where I go to like a nicer place first or whatever. But then I always have to find a way for us to end up in spoons. What? <laughs> yeah. And I don't, it's, it, the first time it happened, it wasn't, it was just like, it's like a, on the whim sort of off the cuff thing. And after I was like, okay, if, if we can have fun in this nicer place and also have fun in spoons and not care about it being spoons, then it's the sort of person that I would want to sort of be around. And that may just be because at uni I was at spoons all the time. But because I know that some people um really like I was saying, some people really like also the, the vanity metrics sort of things like all the flashy bags, cars, all these things, which is fine. I like those as well, but um and I just you know, I want someone to be able to have fun in both those sort of environments. Weather Spoons is my go-to, even though I shall be going to more um, local pubs now, as I do not really like Weather Spoons anymore. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. I guess it's like, if you're like on a first date and you're in a really fancy location, you're all dressed up, sometimes you can kind of just like the situation you're in and you can kind of, yeah. it, it's more than, it's, it's more than that, yeah. yeah like I can definitely like a, a date based on where the location of the date so if it's if it's a really nice restaurant or something i will it's sort of the, the atmosphere sort of is what i'm liking necessarily more than the actual date itself so that's why i would like to take it somewhere else such as a spoons or somewhere that someone may consider a sort of a lesser environment even a mcdonald's or something not necessarily <laughs> but um, just somewhere where um you can sort of see okay, is it person that I'm really vibing with or is it or was it sort of that specific place that I just really liked and it could have been anyone there but just because it was there I liked it yeah I think to sum up we've got first date go to McDonald's we're advising all the listeners please go to McDonald's on your first date so you can actually tell whether you like someone and preferably Very healthy <laughs> and number two guys <laughs> Guys are just as emotional as girls, but they're too scared to talk about their emotions sometimes. And number three, yeah. um, girls ask guys out as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think we, we've got some good things on the podcast. So thanks for engaging in the conversation, Jordan. It's been great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I got over my nerves in the end. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's nothing you know it's about <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. We really appreciate it. As always, you can find us on Instagram at It's The Good Guys Too. You can find Rebecca and I on Instagram at Rebecca Emily Robb and at Holly Kellen Gray. Each week we'll be posting a new podcast, chatting to a new guy about a different topic. So we'll chat to you more next week. Thanks again for listening.